Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's Hump Day with Swanee and Friends, Dane Swan, and filling in for Samantha Riches. <laughs> Very, very good-looking man himself. Mark Allen, hello. Thank you for returning our podcast. Don't worry about that. What happened to your Virgin flight the other day? Because I was watching Twitter yeah. and you went ballistic. And I like it when you go ballistic in your way. So, yeah, Swanee's ballistic, Ralphie. Yeah. He's a very understated, but I could just tell. For most people, that would have been a nice little just tap yeah. on the... On the back of the on the on the back of the shoulder there, and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" But yeah. for, for Swanee, the microphone, Declan Todd Swanee was, the was going crazy. It was a tough day. Yeah. So talk us through it. So we shouldn't we shouldn't assume that people are on Twitter because um, <laughs> you know it's its own little version. Everyone's on Twitter. or threads. Well, that's the threads. Threads. Are you doing that yet, Dane? Um, I don't know. Have you exceeded? Have you exceeded your six hundred per? Like, are you allowed to watch this? Look at so many fucking tweets a day we'll or something. We'll now. go back to that. We'll go back to that because I'll, I'll just. Because I, I haven't. I, I mustn't watch it. I haven't filled up my quota yet. Is because you just read your own. Well, I don't read my. I know what I've written. I don't need to read it. First time taking my son on a plane solo today, and five minutes before we're meant to board. This is how you can tell he's angry, yeah, Marco. It, is it? He included him in the at Virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Decided to cancel a flight because they don't have a pilot. Kind of an important piece of the puzzle. You think they would have whoosh? Well, Six minutes back. before boarding. You'd think so. Do they have to have two pilots these days? I mean, I just fucking one would be nice, Mark. I reckon. Just get me off the ground. I reckon they just need one. You know, two's for backup. But yeah. if you had a good look at him, we all, if, if everyone on the plane goes, mate, come up the front, give I'll us a look at you. Exactly. And he looks young and healthy. He doesn't look like he's going to have a heart attack or pass out. He, everybody says, all right, let's exactly. keep moving. Get an able, get an able-bodied person up there to help. Give us a quick rundown of what buttons I need to press. Anyone can I've seen those airplane movies. They talk to you over the thing. You could, I could land it. If he went down, you slap him around the chops. Exactly. He wakes up again out of his, you know, vodka haze, and away he goes. I reckon it's easy to get off, take off. It's the landing part. It's true. Champion data said the landing's not that important as long as you win the first three quarters. Yeah, champion data. There you go. There well. Expected scores. Is Luffy still there? Is it Hoity these days? No, I think it's Hoity. I enjoy his work, but we'll get to that later. So, so come on, talk me through. So, what happened? So, you're sitting there with Tate. Yeah, was it just you and Tate? Yeah, just me and Tate. First time. So I'll, we're driving home from the Gold Coast now. So we'd been going since Monday. Stopped over in Port Macquarie and fuck somewhere else. I can't remember. Can myself. you edit those pauses out? Or is, <laughs> that, is that what we do? <laughs> yeah. our, yeah. por- our pauses are our show. Right, okay. Um, just filling out the time. Yeah, it's a couple calls. Um, <laughs> and then so we get to there. Oh, so I had to come home yesterday for a function last night. <laughs> 
um, well, and that's that's nothing. That's three things have happened to me in the last week, which have told me that my whatever career I have is coming <laughs> down very very quickly. So it's on a downhill slope. Is this the fourth? No, the, this oh, podcast. This, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this has been out for a while, but um, yeah. So I could get there, check in. Well, was a breeze. I was. I don't know what the fuck she complains about. <laughs> like, I'll tell you, it was sweet. Like, I was straight in. Like, nice. it, it was alright. Like, I was holding my hand, walking through, through th- straight through security into the Virgin Lounge. So then we looked at the planes for a bit. He had something to eat. I was like, ah, oh, this is a piece of piss. So we walk up to the <laughs> the gate. I think I think I was meant to be taken off at like eleven. And it's like it says boarding, and I'm s- was the gate was packed. So I was over. Just on the gate opposite, just sitting down with tapes for some room. Yeah. And it got to about, well, meant to be boarding like 10.35. It got to like 10.35 and I heard him say something just very, very quietly over the, <laughs> the PA. I was like, oh, fuck, okay, I don't know what they might be ready for boarding or something. I just looked around and a few people got up and sort of, you could just tell something was going on. I was like, fuck, so he had his toys <laughs> and shit everywhere. So I went and picked them up, picked them up and went over. And I said, excuse me, what's going on? They go, oh, we're looking for a, we don't have a captain or a pilot at the moment. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we don't have a pilot. I was like, that's a pretty fucking important piece of something that you're going to need yeah. to get off, get off this baby off the ground. I go, what, what are you doing there? We're looking for one. So, well, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I sat down next to, um, right next to the thing with the sun and then, Got to about 5 to 10 to 11 and I could see that nothing was happening. So I got up and I said, listen, um, get what's the next available flight? Just get me on that. Yeah. And they're like, sure, you don't want to wait. I said, I can tell nothing's happening here. Get me on um, the next flight. So <laughs> they they look around and they go, oh, the next one's like 2 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. So Tate sleeps between 12 and 2. So I was, so I was like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. <coughs> so I was like, get me on it. And then <coughs> lady was like, yeah, okay, no worries. So I'll just I'll sack this one, get it on, and I'll deal with it later. She's like, have you got ID? I said, yeah, no problem. She goes, has he got ID? Oh, he's two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. She goes, no, he... They did. <laughs> he hasn't got a driver's license. He goes, I go, he's two. She goes, especially because he's two, he needs ID. I go... Where the oh, what? Has, I see he's got a fucking oh, driver's license. Yeah, I see why. He hasn't yeah. got one of those fucking like ID cards, you know, when you yeah. I don't know, they still make those when you're nightclubs? Like, yeah. <laughs> like when you just didn't have a license. Yeah. Too, so what the f- what? Unfortunately I see why they need it. I said, um, but I said I'm already on the flight. Yeah. Like just <laughs> move my two seats onto the next two seats. Yeah. So when we checked in, no one asked him for ID. Yeah. Like so I was like, no, I don't have fucking ID for him. I don't maybe even swear. I said, of course I don't have ID. He's two. Yeah. Like, we're not travelling abroad. Like, and then, so, already I'd rang the missus first to complain. I was like, this is fucked. Like, this should be you. Um, <laughs> and then, so, I was like, have you got his passport? Like a photo one or something. She goes, I don't know, but she ended up figuring out that she had her, he's American because he's both. He's yeah. got American and Australian passport. So he's got his, his American passport. Most when he's a babe, looks nothing like him. I said, yeah. this could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. This same. could be any I baby in here. So Where was the picture taken when he was six months old? Yeah. So yeah, that's right. I said, this baby could be any baby on in the airport. 
I said, they all look the same, these fucking little things. I said, there could be any baby. They all look the same, these fucking things. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, exactly. They, so this could be anything. But, and, and in the end, I didn't even know, she was busy, the, the lady who, yeah. so I went up to the lady on the lot next to her and I was like, oh, sorry. She goes, you being served, I go, oh, this lady was just putting us on the, on the next available. She goes, okay, and just, just did it without even asking for ID. So I was like, get your rule, get get together, get your rules together. Um, so then we had like three, three and a half hours to kill. So because we're at the boarding gate, I was like, oh, so well, what it was, we'll go back to the lounge. I'll have something to eat. So I hadn't eaten at this stage. I said, we'll go back to the lounge. We'll just, fuck, I don't know, we'll sit there. You won't be, able, you won't sleep because he's got his iPad in front of him. Like those things are like crack. It's like, at least, <laughs> like, dealt with that. It's true. So I picked him up. I was like, right, mate, we're going back to the lounge. No, I don't want to go. I'm comfortable here. Like, I didn't sound comfortable here, but he, like, just, I could tell he's started to roar because he was comfortable. So I had to stay at the boarding gate. Couldn't eat because I couldn't leave him because apparently not allowed to leave kids like, <laughs> unattended. So I just sat, <coughs> I just sit there till two o'clock. Like, just sat there on my own. Like, couldn't have, couldn't watch a movie or anything. So I had to be looking at him, watching an iPad. I couldn't go get something to eat. Like, every time I tried to pick him up to go lounge, he'd have a fit. So we got on the plane. And the, it, it was actually pretty good. Um, he was excited to be on the plane and be up in the sky and that then. But Did then he have a lot of room on his seat? Because he, he, he had a bit of room. Good. And then um, once we landed, that's when that's when it wasn't fun. So he's meant to sleep from 12 till 2. So he hadn't slept all day. Yeah. Like he'd been standing on an iPad. And once we got out, um, he was, geez, he was tired. Lights out. Like, no, no, he was tired because he was screaming. Yeah, so okay. we got off the plane. We didn't want to get off. So then he, he jumped to the floor and sat on there. But I dragged him by his foot <laughs> for probably 60 metres. Along like, the ground? Yeah, along the yeah, ground. Nice. I was like, I'd fucking had enough. I was like, he, was like, he wanted his mum and like, didn't want to go anywhere. He was just super tired. I was like, righto. Just fucking dragged him by the foot <laughs> for about 60 metres like, with about four bags on me. Like, yeah. like iPad shit going everywhere. Yeah. And he sort of found it funny at the start. Then he started bawling and I whipped him over my shoulder. Five minutes carry and said, mate. I don't care how much you cry. We're getting in the car. <laughs> so this was about four o'clock. So I've been there all day, and then, um, then he slept. And I kept the car running. He slept for about an hour in the car, and then the babysitter took over. I was like, "Thank fuck." With the car running? <laughs> yeah. That little hum just yeah just soothes the yeah. kid. So right. he wanted the iPad. I said, "Mate, quiet time." And then, mate, by the time we got out of the car park, he was snoring. So, so good. So it was a tough day. Fuck, you had a busy week. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough day, mate. Um, week. Modern. Have you been travelling up and back and doing? Yeah, no, I went up to the Gold talking Coast. to people. Yeah, well, well, I hosted yesterday. I hosted last night. So oh, who was it? Geordie, the guy was meant to be Jamie Elliott, but Jamie was sick. So that's one of the other factors that I realised my life's in steep decline. I'm now not the talent. <laughs> You're the host. I was the host. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that that was a yeah. kick to the ego. I walked in thinking, oh, I mean, Geordie, like, fuck off. <laughs> My CV's a lot better than his at the moment, <laughs> but even his current, so I got told I was hosting, so... You, you've host. got one step before it's irreversible, this decline you're talking about. The second you start shopping at Gazman, <laughs> it is over, <laughs> right? It's yeah, over and no, out. Now, no. I love Gazman. Will Austin, if you happen to be listening, you're a good man and you've turned the company around and I'm happy in your gear. But there's a point Stay in away. every man's life <laughs> where they go past the Gazman window and they go... It doesn't look too bad. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> on that point. It's gone. I, I'm sure you've thought this through. Yeah. Dane brought up a point a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. How come we don't see in ads mm. big fat fucks with blokes? 
like because we have like plus size women models, but there's no plus size men models. You go, geez, I look like him. He looks good. Like, it it yeah. is because men, as a species, we are complete wankers. Yes, and we still think in the back of our mind if we do a small amount of exercise Breathe and in. a couple of curls with bricks <laughs> and suck your guts in that you look like that guy <laughs> in the ad. Mm-hmm. That's why. Never coming back. Yeah, yeah. I'm I knew, never we, I knew back. we'd have an answer. Just the, um, yes. with the plane, you're in there and there's no pilot. Mm. I just want to ask you both, the lowest standard of pilot that you would accept. So, for instance, if they said, oh, listen, we can't get a, a good pilot until that two o'clock flight. But we do have the local crop duster who, <laughs> like Independence Day, thinks he was taken by aliens. <laughs> yeah. Would you accept that guy at that point? Oh, yeah, I would have taken anyone. I would have said yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have said yeah. I would have said, mate, come on, listen. I would have taken Mulga Bill and you had to ride a bicycle. That's about it. They fly themselves. Exactly. They fly themselves. So basically you're betting on Landing. some turbulence. No, they, they land themselves. Yeah, it's yeah, a exactly. joke. You're just betting on all you're betting on is that there's no tornado in between Port Douglas yeah. and Melbourne. No Sull- Sully Sullivan kind of deal where yeah. you got to. That's it. Yeah. You're not going to flip the thing upside down and land on the error. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. I'm not taking anyone. So you um, followed this up. I'll be whipping up a list of top five assholes on an aeroplane. We'll be dropping tonight. Here's a sneak peek. If you clap when a plane lands, you're on the short list. Yeah. Yeah. Did people clap? Yeah, people clap when not. So, like, you don't clap when you get out of an Uber. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> unless I'll follow unless there's been like Sully Sullivan kind of yeah, stuff where yeah. you've actually feared for your life that's and right. like you you know the nose of the plane pointing spiraling down and some heroic landing, then you could probably give yourself a little golf clap, but um <laughs> until then I've got a couple. Yeah. I've got a couple of assholes um on the planes which will be Go on. Well, a give us a sneak peek. Well, um although this happened. Give, we'll give you um, one. A priority boarder who's not a priority boarder. Oh, trying to jump the queue. Yeah. Mate, yeah. people work hard for that gold and platinum status. And like you fucking just think you can swan in at 47 A and B and just roll up the front and not wait in the front of your line. That's no, true. Piss off. Like Get back to the back. People work hard for that status. That's yeah, true. Gold and platinum. I, in, in, as in to afford to pay for one or to afford or to fly or, or, a lot. So you or to be famous enough to be given one. No, no I'm not. I'm, well, I don't play AFL anymore, so I don't get the privilege <laughs> of being that. But like, <laughs> I'm gold. I was platinum last year, but I haven't, didn't fly as much, so I'm back to gold. But people or people are flying business or yep. Economy X for the first time want to treat themselves, want to get on the plane early or with children want to get on the plane and you just want to swamp in in 47A. Like, <laughs> back down to the back. <laughs> Uh, a couple others like with um, oh actually this is another sign of where my um, life's declining so it was it was it was, it was the host it was being told I'm now a host mm. and then last week I was standing in the priority boarding line some asshole walked up to me and was like mate are you priority boarder <laughs> so what do you said so, mate I do not break the rules that I, I'm a <laughs> I'm a fucking airplane etiquette man. So <laughs> fucking dare you think I I'm not priority. You've been judged. Yeah, I have you, been they, judged. They judged you. They, they pigeonholed you. <laughs> exactly. They did. Fucking assholes. Um, so that I was like, okay. Obviously, life's in steep decline. Then the last one, I was in the elevator on the Gold Coast. The other where we were been staying. And there was a cleaner there, like cleaning the apartments. And I was standing next to him. And I'd, I had the dog taking him down to the toilet. 
this couple walked in and they were going to the Collingwood game. Her husband had their old Collingwood shit on. The wife turns to me and goes, oh, well, that's you. So you, you take the dog to keep your company with you when you clean the apartments, do you? I looked at her and I was like, what? So, so you're allowed to take him with you when you clean the apartments. <laughs> I was fucking stunned for a th- I didn't know what was I said part it husband was in a clothes jumper and I, I I was too shocked to talk and the husband goes love or you know Susan whatever her name is she goes um, we've got a photo of him on our wall <laughs> but with me and I was like fucking hell so well am I going so three things in a week that have, um, that have told me that my life's in steep decline and I'm not what I was unfortunately so you, you had to grill Geordie at this function Oh, mate, I might have a hard-hitting journalist now. Yeah, that's right. Um, yep. oh, that was, I talk, try to talk about myself more. I try to talk <laughs> about him. But, um, yeah, Jamie wasn't there, so I had a couple lined up for him. But, yeah, no, I think we went all right. But you had to, as host, as Marco, you do yeah. MC work, so yeah. you, you had to do the <laughs> attention, please, uh, you know, just, just ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, had, you had to get him quiet, which is not something you'd normally do. You'd just be waiting for the... For the that was someone introduced me up on stage. Oh, okay. And then I had to introduce Geordie, but I... Right. They read out of my stats and Geordie was telling us, I said, well, I fucking don't know his, but they're not as good as mine, so I just come down. So that's, that's how we start. Hang on, you were the middle man. You were, you were yeah. the middle host. You weren't even the host. You were the middle host. Exactly, yeah. I was the pleb. So, so my life's been good the last week. Yeah. Can I add to this list? Yeah. This is when your life's in decline? This, this, this might yeah. hurt you a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. But when my kids were growing up, they had the Pendles doll and the Swanee doll. Yes. Right. My daughter had the Pendles. My son, Kelly, he had the Swanee. They were treasured items yep. in the Allen household. Sure. Mm-hmm. My boy threw your doll out the other day. <laughs> He's 14. That hurts. And I went to the rubbish, you know. Yeah. My wife loves coffee, so I was emptying the coffee. And I looked into the bin... <laughs> And there you were. Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's basically a snapshot of my life. I'm, in, I'm metaphorically in the bin. You put yourself in the bin. <laughs> exactly. You, weren't, you yeah. weren't even number up. You were face up. You're looking at me. I'm metaphorically in the bin myself. So, yeah. so that doesn't surprise. I just emptied all the coffee on you and shut the thing and that was that. Thanks, mate. End well, the story. We know, listen, I've been through it tough, but Ralph? <laughs> What's that? Last week, you, you, have you got Alzheimer's <laughs> or a bit of dementia? Yeah, well, dementia. When we did the pod one. last week, yeah. Marco, yeah. I said, and it gets worse. But I, I said my car's been stolen, and I drove. Yeah. Police got called. I drove my wife's car in because my police. Right. Yeah. So which wasn't fun. Right. And worse than that, beforehand we had Sonia Hood, and how how good was she? She just she's just awesome. Yeah. Um, and before I come, just like I brought you a coffee, yeah. I texted her. I said, Would you like coffee? She said, uh, She said, Yeah, love one. Um, I'm running a tad late. I've started the day with a flat tire. I'll, oh I'll trump you. My car's been stolen. Anyway, we finished the pod and there's a f- text from my wife, a photo of my car. <laughs> oh, they found it. And then I looked closely and it was at the local supermarket where I drove it to the night before and then walked home. <laughs> oh, you are joking. Past my own car. <laughs> You're joking. Oh, Ralph. What the hell's wrong with you, kid? God. Did you actually walk straight past? Yes. Your, you would have walked... Like yeah. out of the shop and your car would have you would have walked past your car yes. or walk a different way. No, I didn't. Walk, walk straight past your car. Yes. Just what were you <laughs> heading your phone? You're probably on Twitter. No. Head, head in your phone. No. Like, talking about expected scores or something. Yeah. <laughs> I 
just, well, it was raining, so I drove up there. Like, no way, I walked. I'm close enough to a supermarket to w- walk there, and um, but I cl- it was raining, and then it stopped raining, so it didn't occur to me. Ah, oh, you drove your car in. So how, how old are you now? Fifty-four. You're the same as me. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting to tell. I, I would never forget my car, mind you. <laughs> but I reckon about a month ago, I was home by myself. It was a weekend. And, I, you know, it's one of those beautiful occasions where you just don't have to worry yeah. about anything. Oh. You can do whatever the hell yeah, you want. Yeah, Dane's a few years away yeah. from that. <laughs> you can just, it's just, it's golden time. Yes. Anyway, I walked out in the backyard and I got out there. I was looking around going, what the hell am I doing out here? Like, this is what happens when you get older. I knew, I went out there for a reason. <laughs> To do something. <laughs> and I forgot that reason once they shut the door. <laughs> and I was just standing there in my own backyard with no one around, thinking to myself, what are we going to do again? And like, nothing. And, and then I just went back in and sat down on the couch again. Did it come back to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you got all this to look forward to. Oh, but wait. this is, and it's going through, this, this is what happens when you are, Eric, it's got nothing to do with age. It's the relief once your kids become teenagers, that, yeah. that, that constant pressure of worrying about them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, think about what they're doing every yeah. move. Dane's got three under two. He's going well. Yeah, he'll be right. <laughs> so, so in 15 years' time, you'll be fucked too. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> well. I'm surely not fucked now. <laughs> so where you be? Uh, Sheeds at Murrumbina. Did I see that online somewhere? Yeah, I was yeah. on a, that was Sappy. So yep. when did I... No, I flew in for the podcast last month. When did we do that? Last uh, week, Tuesday? Last Wednesday, last we did Wednesday, it. Yeah. yeah. And then back, went back to the Gold Coast on Sunday and started the, the drive home. With three kids and a dog, <laughs> and your family wagon, <coughs> and, the, and the Palisade, yeah. Which, which way did you go on the way home from the Gold Coast? Did you hug the coastline, or did you go right through we Forbes in the middle of so whatever we went it is? To Port Macquarie first, yeah. We went so to the coast, Does that yeah. Sound right? yeah, 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 yeah. Along the coast, stopped off in Coffs I wanted to take a photo of the big banana, <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is, isn't really feeling the big. Bananas and the big yeah. strawberries and whatever else we got going around so, now. So as American, as an American, your wife doesn't understand our fondness no. of the big, big stuff. No, no just <laughs> the, the big prawn. I think we drove yeah, past the big, the big prawn, prawn at yeah. some stage. Just do you remember the big really giant worm? It. The big giant worm. Where was that? I think that's fucked now, but it's a was it somewhere? somewhere? No, somewhere, somewhere Gippsland sort of. Yeah. Mid- what about the submarine that's in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever driven yeah. past that? I did a function there Friday. There you go. I did Holbrook. Holbrook. That's it. Yeah. What's that submarine doing there? I don't know. It's going better than the one that's fucking down near the Titanic. Yeah. Right, so, um, they they won their first three quarters too. On the, on the on the submarine. Submarine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, I was, mate, it is in the middle of nowhere. I was, right, I was I was opposite the pub. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Um, it is. How did it get there? No idea. Just just on the Titanic submarine. Yeah. Why would you pay two hundred fifty thousand US dollars to look through a porthole? Because that's it. It's not like you can get out and swim around. Do you own a male dog? What's that? Do you own a male dog? No. Well, why do they lick their dick? Oh, yeah. Because they can. Because they can. But even so, it's a porthole. You're looking out a porthole. (laughs) And you can't see anything. Why is everyone so enamored with the Titanic? Is it because they made a movie about it? It's just a shipwreck. It was always big. Like Even when I was a kid, before they'd found it, before the movie, yep, the Titanic was a big deal for some reason. Yeah, well, it's just a when did it happen? 1914, yeah. I reckon. Do you yeah. know why they ran into the iceberg? So they couldn't see it. No moon. No. So normally there'd be enough moonlight, right, to actually see yeah. stuff. But this particular night was a non-moon uh-huh. night. 
Well, where'd it go? Like, well, sometimes that uh, it's a bit like a full moon. Okay. There is a no moons in the cycle. Okay. Yeah. It's like a crescent moon, okay. full moon. Yeah, it all. What's your favourite kind of moon? I'm a full moon guy. Full moon. Yeah. Full moon. Yeah. 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 Can't beat Amazing. It. Yeah, um, so uh, you've you've that type of shit. You've had to expand that just from your sports knowledge because you've been filling in for three AW breakfast for a couple of weeks with Jimmy Bartell. Yes. How good would you have to be to go straight in the Hall of Fame as soon as you're eligible? Oh, not that good. <laughs> you know, not that good. <laughs> you have to po- be. Poli- very political. <laughs> very political game, pal. <laughs> Very political. What are your feelings on this? I don't have any. No. You don't have any feelings? No, no, no. Well, listen. Well, I always say, if, you can't, if you're not in your club's Hall of Fame, you're obviously not going to be in the AFLs, are you? Yeah, it's true. So, right. I blame Collingwood. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be fucking hosting gigs if I was in it. That's right. Old, lady, old love in the elevator would recognise me. So, um, until that happens. Yeah. So, uh, the, what got me, though, was... Jimmy Bartell gets inducted. Mm. The next morning, he didn't even have the morning off. No, turned up. He's up at five thirty. That's, that's where me and him are different. He, he doesn't sleep. Could you imagine someone well, who I actually have slept either? No, <laughs> no, no, no. But can I ask you this, Jim? Jim got his two boys in matching tuxedos. Yeah. Is that something uh, that uh, when the day ca- you'll contemplate? Uh, <laughs> they could they could be in their adulthood the way it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Me wearing a tuxedo, not not really sure on that. What would you wear? What would you wear? Because you get it's going to happen. Very, at some very stage. similar to what I got on. No, nah, you wouldn't wear <laughs> a hoodie. <laughs> uh, oh, well, you probably have to wear a suit of some sort. Of, sort of. Well, yeah. I'd wear whatever I was was given. Have you gone so to the Brownlow? Pay for one. Question: Have you been to the Brownlow since you retired? No, nah, the only time I did it was I had to go to the red carpet to. <laughs> For an urn. Yeah. No. But maybe in like, tip of, like on the Mondays, I've, I'm getting an urn. So like, I've got functions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So why would I go, maybe, in, oh, well, I, this That's might be the, the last step, year I'd honey, exactly. I was going to say, the next step is when you attend functions because you pay to go. I'll tell you what, I'll know when I'm well and truly done when I can't get a gig Anzac Day or Grand Final <laughs> yes. Week. If the pies are in, if those days go, well then, then I'm well and truly giving it up. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon you'll be right. I've so, got a funny feeling. So you're a return guest on this podcast, um, and uh, not much has happened since 2019. Dane's had three kids. Samantha's had one. We've had a world pandemic. So a bit, a bit's happened. Uh, I keep up. I, I don't listen often, although sometimes if there's a decent guest, yeah. uh, I'll, yeah. have a, I'll have a bit of a listen. Sonia Hood sounds good. So she, she, she was, she was awesome. Uh, but you've got your own podcast. Talk. Talk birdie to me. Talk birdie to me. So for those who uh, who aren't golf nuts, and and I yeah. listen to a couple of them, yeah. they're fantastic. Nice Nico golf pun. How long did you come up with that? Uh, I just googled funny golf puns. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it came up on a t-shirt. Oh, I thought we'll, we'll steal that. <laughs> so a bit like what I do with horse racing. I, I assume yep. that people aren't that interested if they listen to it. But but give us the one hundred and one. What the fuck is happening with live golf and, and so forth? Well, basically, and yeah, are you a fan? Um, I, I, look, I don't, I don't mind. I didn't mind what the players do. So a lot of golf people got really upset that there were a few golfers in a position to get generational wealth for their family <laughs> to the point where their kids, kids, kids would never, ever, yes. ever have to work again. Like the money was outraged. For instance, Dustin Johnson, $40 million per year, US, to play 12 events. That was it. So ridiculous, I can't believe it. Plus, he got 
all of his uh, prize money as well. So he's going to make about $300 million. Or no, that's probably an exaggeration. $250 million he'll make in, our, in our, four our years man, of golf. Cam Smith? Cam Smith is the smartest man in the room. So he won a British Open, which gets him into all the majors for the mm. next five years, and then pushed the button <laughs> to go and get his $40 million a year. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it's not up front. Because it was said there were 120 that he it, got. It's like if they're playing for the LA Lakers. Right. That's the deal. Except there's also prize money. So, and, and, and basically, there are 12 blokes who can play, and then it's uh, Ralphie Horowitz and a Dane Swan that <laughs> kind of make up the field. So you're right? a, you're just complete hopeless. Yeah. They're, they're hacks. And, and it There's seems to be the only people that complained about people doing with the people with money, like Tiger Woods, Rory McElroy, who yeah. already got a bucket load, so they don't need to go over there. Yeah, that's right. And, and look, they, they, well, Rory wasn't finished winning majors, so basically, it was, it was the guys who. Who didn't give a shit about the majors? Yeah, I think are the ones that that, yeah. that took off. So they were done. And, and good luck to them. I would have taken Brooks Kepka. He went. Yeah, he went. He I was, invented, he was the, the, I invented he was the majors. A new unit of time called a quillisecond. Do you know what a quillisecond is? No idea. One billionth of a second. Right. Now um, that was how long it took Dane. Had he been asked that, yeah, yeah with all yeah. the morals, <laughs> exactly. which they had to come up well, with. Would you, would you <laughs> not have gone? In a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, quilly second. <laughs> Half a quilly second. So um, how much money has this live golf got behind it Right. when people think, fuck, you know, can they, can they sustain this? I'll tell you how much money they've got. Um. How, how, and I'll, I'll tell you how much money they got by asking you both this question. How much money does Saudi Arabia make per day out of selling oil? Oh, no, the answer said go. No. Well, <laughs> so it's going to be some ridiculous amount. So I'm going to say $5 billion, billion dollars every day. Yeah. And they have enough oil in the ground to last them another 250 years. Right. Okay. So it's a lot of quarters one. Yeah. It's a lot of money. <laughs> what comes after trillion? Cabillion. <laughs> Cabillion. Um, so I, I was told about two weeks ago by somebody who should know, Scotty Scheffler's <laughs> brother-in-law. Right. Uh, he told me that the initial um, money being put in by the Saudi Arabians, if it gets done, because it's still not done yet, is $3 billion a year. $3 billion a year to sit at the table. It's extraordinary money. The big winners is going to be the ladies. The ladies are going to get looked after because the Saudi Arabians now, have there's an a irony there. female <laughs> issue. There's an irony there. They've got a few issues. <laughs> with the, washing, is that what they're calling yeah, it? Yeah, but they've got a few issues with the girls. Yeah. And one of the things they're planning on doing to combat that is to just to set up the women to where it's 
Right. Wow, how good are these Saudis? Yeah. They're fantastic. <laughs> so um, I think it's going to happen. I think they are both uh, got the right intentions, believe it or not, uh, both parties. I think they do. I really do. I think they're going to try and get golf to be very, very good. I heard a senator on CNBC two nights ago. Yeah, I saw and it. You did. Yeah, he was on. fantastic. And he said, uh, he said, the reality is we all drive cars. Yeah, <laughs> so right. we, we could all make decisions and say, and he, the thing was he didn't dance around the issue yeah. like Khashoggi and, and yeah. the, the various other um, moral issues. Yeah. But he said, we're all doing business with them. Why should golf be the one that miss out? The, the thing I, I, I never got throughout the whole deal mm. was that if you're watching the cricket at the moment, Aramico is in the background all over the joint. Yeah. So the cricketers got off scot-free. You wouldn't even know. Yep. The Grand Prix goes there. Yep. Uh, if you all follow the darts, which I do, I love darts. It's funny. I can just sit there and watch darts <laughs> for a long time for some reason. It's stupid. Darts. They go to Saudi Arabia to play. Not a, not a mention. Horse racing has a bit Horse of a racing. Bombing. Ridiculous. Boxing. Yeah. MMA? Uh, is it in MMA? Nah, Fury's in the Ghana's fighting there. Yeah. yeah. Um, women's golf. Yep. They've had Aramico in the background. They've got the Aramico series. It's just about the start again. Yep. So you had all these different sports people looked after by yes, the Saudis. Yeah, Pies going to play a pre-season game <laughs> yeah. there. That was still there. They've been playing a pre-season game there. And not... And not one word was said with yeah. all those other sports. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a few golfers took some cash, yeah. males, and all hell broke <laughs> loose that they were filth. Yes. That the, the 9-11 families are all up, outraged. How can you do this? I didn't get it. But a few golfers of, took the money yeah. and it was just silly. was part of that noise, if you like, hmm. caused by the, by the PGA's own voice, yeah, yeah. by Jay Monaghan. Uh, yes, definitely. They weaponized. They weaponized that. They were so scared of their pot of gold yep. being, you know, halved in, in, in and maybe quartered by just people taking forty million dollars and twenty million dollars, and yeah, they, they were going to the best college players. See, I'll, I'll tell you a story. So there's a kid who's just uh, turned pro. His name is Ludwig Adberg. Went to my old school, Texas Tech. They offered him ten million dollars a year for four <laughs> years and this kid said no Ooh. he said no no I'm not taking it because he wants to, wants to be majors yeah. but they got others they got some college kids yeah. they got to them before they got to the PGA Tour and they took the money we'll never see those kids again do you, do you think if they had an abortion agreement live in 10 years would eventually just taken everyone and everyone just would have sucked they just were gone well yep. the money's too good and eventually just Yep. The PJ would be fucked. Yeah, they had a bottomless pit of cash. Yeah, and th and they don't care. And and what happened was once upon a time the European Tour had the Order of Merit. The Order of Merit got turned into the race to Dubai. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. people were stopping in Dubai on their way to wherever they were going. Yeah, and Dubai became a great place. The Saudis saw what the race to Dubai did for Dubai. Mm -hmm. Yep, and they thought we want to get in on this action. Yeah. So now, um, yeah, they're hoping that people will stop in at Saudi Arabia on the way past. Come see everything we've got. Um, so that's what that's what they're doing it for. Um, did you do the live golf in Adelaide? No, but I watched it on the telly. It looked fantastic. It looked so yeah. good, and it just shows you how starved we were of half decent yeah. fields. Yep. Like so a, does, does that mean it works and here? And entertainment on the on the golf course. Yeah. Like golf can be a bit here we go. Boring and prudish. And <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. Like Absolutely. I tune. I'll, and I'm not a huge golf. I watch the I watch the the majors and stuff play yeah. like on the set on the Sunday Mondays here. But like that, uh, you know, the DJs and the crowd. Yeah. You actually allowed to talk at a yeah. golf like 
you know, yeah. best golfers in the world should be able to handle, able yes. to handle a bit of chit-chat. And as a golfer, I was always taught to control my emotions, which yeah. is subtext for be as boring as you fucking can. Yeah. Don't don't go overboard. The only bloke who could was Tiger. He was the only one who could fist bump <laughs> yeah. and walk to the next tee, calm as, you know, anybody. Yeah. Oh, hit, hit so to, to bring back the footy, but it's part yeah. of it. So the mindset, as you said, control your emotions, and probably it was the same with footy. When you watch a Craig McRae type coach mm. about the, you know, including mm. when you borrow McCreary's mum and all that type yeah. of enjoy your, enjoy your sport, mm. do you ever think back about <laughs> there actually could be a different way? Oh, yeah. God, they're, they're definitely. Yeah. And that's what you're seeing now in, in college golf. So they're, they're learning to fist pump in college golf now. Yep. So it's, it's all changing. In every you, sport. You, you can't, you, it took someone like Tiger yep. to do that fist pumping so the rest of them could kind of get sucked into what he was doing because he, he, he's the only person who ever changed what we're doing really. Arnold Palmer took it a long time ago from a, um, a big small sport to a small big sport. Arnold yep. Palmer did that uh, and Tiger Woods and now Saudi Arabia, they're going to take it to a big, big sport right around the world. Is he still the biggest name in golf, Tiger? I think yep. he is. Yeah, yeah. easy, easy. No, no, one's e- no one's even close. Isn't that a problem yeah. for the sport? You know, they're okay. Give us your theory. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a theory. This, this is what I think is going to happen. He can't walk anymore. Not for a long period of time anyway. In golf, a bit like footy, uh, you can train as much as you like, but you need to get sharp playing footy. Same with golf. You need to get sharp playing golf in a tournament. See your name on the scoreboard. Watch yourself go up. Not be scared of other names on the scoreboard in front of you and get scared off that scoreboard. So you need to sharpen not only your skills, but also your mindset. Tiger has never had that going into a major. He's three years away from playing the Seniors Tour, the Champions Tour, we call it. Mm. He can play the Champions Tour in a cart. Mm. So he has this opportunity to where in two or three years' time, he can sharpen up in a cart on the Champions Tour and then walk for four days in the majors. And I reckon he'll win one. I think if, if we just saw Phil Mickelson win a major as a 51-year-old at the PGA a few years ago. If he can do it, then Tiger can win three. So is there but many Is there many that have done it? I know Phil obviously did it. Like Phil, Phil's the only the one that went... Phil's the only player in the history of the game to win a major in, the fi- in his 50s. Okay, yeah. But like I said, if Phil can win one, then Tiger can win three. And, and tr- what we're seeing in sport is when people look after themselves in their early yeah. years, yeah. you get longevity a la... Um, well, in our sport, Pendles or Tom Brady, and so yeah, that's forth. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you got the mindset, and then look, he's got the mindset. Unfortunately, he was no, jumped. but also looking after your body at such a young age. Well, in golf, yeah, that's a mindset because right. not many had that. Yeah, it was golf. Yeah, you just walk around for goodness sake. John sakes. Daly, he's yeah. looked after himself. <laughs> <There you> yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you John Daly's story? Please, yeah. yeah. So when I got the Texas Tech as an eighteen-year-old, uh, John Daly, I was a freshman first year. Uh, John Daly was a senior. He's fifty. And we used to play against Arkansas all the time, Texas Tech and Arkansas. We used to play in the same tournaments. We we played Arkansas a lot. And one of three things happened every single week mm. that we played against Arkansas. Either he took the team bus for a ride when he was blind <laughs> and, and stacked it. <laughs> he destroyed a hotel room and threw a TV out a window. Mm. Or... He knocked it on the par four that was undrivable. <laughs> One of those three things happened every single week. There was a John's Daily story every single week that we would play. So when you go to Augusta now, you can actually ease out the front selling merch. He's out there, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you want to get go to Swatty and Friends, get a, get get a stubby older, will you? Just so we can pay for this. Now, um, <laughs> so so Dane, we've we've been sent eight million of these messages. Have you seen this going around? Um, the uh, driving under the influence all stars. Yeah, I have. You did see it going around. Uh, There's a standout stat in this. Well. What about he Shaw's bit fucking stiff not to make it? I'll leave 0.054. That's um, the standout stat. You are clearly the lowest mate, of all these people. Mate, stiff. Mate, Heath, mate, ruined Diggs' career. He's like, <laughs> Div's a bad passenger. And like, how did Heath not make the cut? At half? Who's at half back? <laughs> I was very unlucky. Well, listen, it's, you know, we don't, you know, it's, we don't like to make, we, we like to make fun of everything, but um, it's a serious subject and I do not recommend anyone to drink driving, but I was very unlucky. What happened? Well, when I was after the grand final footy show. I'd had a, a lot, I had a few, obviously, and I had a lot of talking to do the next day. So we got to, <laughs> talking I, I think I had to leave about 11. So I got to about 2, 2.30. I was like, fuck, you know I am. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to go home. Get some sleep because I've got to drive tomorrow. So, man, I got home. By the time I shower, went, I reckon I was asleep by 3 o'clock. Woke up at 11. had eight hours sleep. Woke up and I actually felt, felt that good. Tells like, do you want some breakfast? Or do you want to say, I'm a little bit later. I better get on the road. Grab a pie or something on the way. Yeah. Like a big M. Just like when we get out onto the freeway. But I felt good as go. I had a shower. No problems. Come up over Williams Road, you know, on the way down to the freeway near the, yeah. that oval. Yeah. Booze bus. I said, like, oh, fuck, okay. If you had a, did you have a few last night? Yeah, I had a few, but, you know, I'll be fine. And obviously, I, I blew. And they go, mate, you've got a high reading or whatever, so you got to get off the car. And this was, uh, you got to get out of the car. So I'm sitting on the curb, <laughs> and this was um, 2018. Collingwood playing West Coast in the Granny. This is Grand Final Parade. No. I'm sitting on the curb. No. And there's just, like, hordes of Collingwood. And no. And they're doing, they're doing these ones, like, look at <laughs> Double <laughs> takes. Double <laughs> takes. That's when I, hey, I tell you what, life hadn't gone downhill then. Life was still fucking at a, up here. So I was sitting there and then I got to the, the cop shop. 0.054, I was very unlucky. It was like another Steve. half an hour I would have been on. So I didn't, I would never purposely drink drive. I was like, I actually, I actually patted myself. When I was at home, on the home in that Uber on the way home at like 2.30, I was like, Fuck, Dane, you've got some great discipline to get out of <laughs> Party was going well. You, like, I was having a good time with my mate. Said, I've got to go. I've got some shit to do tomorrow. So I got into bed. I was like, fucking well done, Dane. Like, <laughs> you, you're becoming an adult. Yeah. You're actually starting Solid. to like, make some make some good decisions in your life. Nice. So the what's the moral of the story? Don't try and do the right thing. Because yeah. <laughs> if I had have got home at like five, six in the morning, I would have gone, well, I can't drive. Yeah. Taylor, you're driving me or I'm getting an Uber or something like that. Yeah. So because I felt so good. And then I had to ring her out of the cop shop. I was like, so, hey, she was going out for a, a boozy lunch with her friends. So, uh, where are you? How many drinks are you going to you, You're going to have to come get me. Where are you? So, I'm at the police station. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you? So, I said, I'm all right. I just, I fucking got done drink driving. So, yeah, fine. So, we're going to have to drive me all day. So, then, then she drove me oh, and then, then the bloody cameras were following me. Isn't so, she ran, over, she ran over the fucking cameraman's foot and he went over like the wog boy you know, oh, my, my neck my neck my neck <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like we'd run off like we'd killed him he's like oh, my neck my neck he hit the deck so we took off so um, I probably owe one for that but yeah so I was um, you know I was mate, what about the kid from Frio he blew eight times the limit oh, unbelievable 
That's a world record. It's got to be a world record, isn't it? But I'll ask you this, Dave. That's so bad, that's nearly impressive. Like, you get behind the wheel. What was it? What was the rating? The Freo kid? 0.434 or something like that. He couldn't have been gone. He's, far, he's not he? actually not in this side. Oh no, he's been added. Cam McCarthy, 0.414. That's good going. How are you alive? So, and how's he driving wow. a car? Wow. Did you, did you know the story? Where did he get pinged? No, I didn't read it. But Wolf Wall Street stuff, isn't it? Mate, <laughs> picture him getting out. That is so bad. That's nearly <laughs> impressive. Well, but here, here you go, Dave. So you've been picked in the middle. Yeah. Would you? That's and the greatest drug scene in the history of uh, <laughs> yeah, movies yeah, too, yeah. by the way, when he's crawling out of his car yeah, upstairs. Oh, One of the great scenes ever. So the followers of Michael Gardner, Jordan Degoe, Chad Fletcher, you're yeah. in the centre. On one wing, so you get the ball here. And on one wing is David Wirrapunda, and on the other wing is David King. Which way are you handballing? Where is getting it? <laughs> what about Kingy? Yeah, no. Well, Kingy, Kingy, I like Kingy. I don't have a problem. But <laughs> I got, so I got ping... Um, uh, I got pink grandfather, so grandfather. I was on the, yeah. and actually, I was actually trying to take attention off Collingwood because I knew that what was going <laughs> to happen. So I was trying to like take the attention off them. And front page of the paper the next day, like fucking grand final day, relax. Like, <laughs> man, I've been out of the year, game two years, so and I was very unlucky. I wasn't drink driving, well, well I was, but I wasn't. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I Kingy paced me in the on the radio on the media for it, like you know, by all this. And a week later, it, mate, he gets done. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ran into a taxi. <laughs> mate, I don't, it, so he he was actually out <laughs> drinking piss and like decided to drive home. I uh. caught an Uber home from where I was drinking and then woke up and then drove. So, but even looking that, like I would have drank drove basically after every game of my career because like you'd go out and yeah. was, you know like you didn't know like if you get home at four in the morning, you got to be up at eight, you have four hours sleep and drive to training. Yeah, like you just. Because you wake up, you have a few hours, so you think you feel right. But now I just, I just don't drink. The did next, you, I don't you, drive the next day. Did at you all. have to go to the drunk school? Because yeah. I've, I've, I've been I pinged did. as well. So I, I got done, and yeah. I was less than you, point five one. And all I, was, go. all I was doing was moving my car. So that's all I did. And they didn't let you go. Yeah, but, well, but, but did, you move, did you move it from Melbourne to Brisbane? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> into, an, into, into another park car. <laughs> no, but almost as stupid. I was in this little pub in the middle of Paran. What's it called? Oh, it's, there's a street Not named the Lawn? No, no, kind of in the same area. And my car was in the car park, and it's there was, I had to move it because the, the gate goes up or whatever. But what I did is there's a one way street out the front of this park, and I drove out of the car park down the wrong way in the one-way street. On and purpose? Well, there was a car park just yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So instead of going right around yeah, the block... Yeah, it's yeah. so on purpose. I just went yeah. there because yeah. I could see a park. So I was literally I moved my car 50 metres. Yeah. But as soon as I've put the indicator on the park, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so I, I got rolled as well. Um, but I can remember going to that drunk school. Yeah. Right. And, and a few BHP board members and other mate, captains like, of industry yeah, amongst them was wow <laughs> mate even if, you, even if you don't think even if you know the answer you don't give like you know you Billy, Jane and Fred have had 15 yeah. beers 10 beers and 30 beers yeah like which one you know <laughs> should drive home like, Johnny says because I've had 10 beers I actually know that I can still drive that's okay who agrees with that statement like, <laughs> yeah, that's it the beer needs to be like yeah of course you know your body that's well, what's going you, on. If you think you can drive, you, you're fine. I'm like, mate, <laughs> even if you know it, even if you think that, you can't be that stupid as in to tell the instructor who's passing you 
That's it. Don't be. Oh, mate, you idiots. The other thing is, right, the other thing with my drunk school, <laughs> is one of the stipulations of coming to drunk school is that you cannot turn up drunk. Right? That's, that's one of the. It's like Fight Club. That, that's, that's it. Anyway, no one turned up drunk, but in the break they went to the pub across the road and came back after four pots. They said, "Mate, we didn't turn up drunk. We got drunk in drunk school. That should be okay." This you, is what you're dealing with out oh, there. Mate. Did you have to go to the interlock? What's that? Did you have to use the interlock? No, no, I was, I was... Dane's had to use the interlock. I had the interlock. Oh. New rule come in in September that year. Oh. And if you get done, no matter what, low row, you got, you got the interlock for six oh, months. you are joking. Nah. No, I think mine was, at the time, mine was low enough to where I didn't have to get the interlock. I think there was a, if, you know, if you're done over a certain number, yeah. you got the interlock. But I was underneath that. Yeah, I, was well, underneath it. I, I thought I would have been two until September that year where they brought it in, low range, yeah. you get it. Yeah. What about when you go to court? Uh, like I was in the, in the court and the, the person behind, person in front of me in court, so I'm sitting there waiting for my turn. And this little smart ass just wouldn't do the right thing by the judge. And the judge just kept on looking at him going, what are you doing here? <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. And then he would be a smart ass again to the judge and the judge would go, I'll see you in a month. <laughs> and just make him go Stay through inside. the whole yeah. process again. Just uh, the, the, the people in our society, oh. when you get in certain places and you see a cross-section of what yeah. is actually out there. <laughs> Imbeciles. It's how do, they, <laughs> how do they get this far? I don't know. That's why I think... How they let be allowed to drive cars? There should yeah, be that, like that's a... That's right. Yeah. That's why I don't vote. Because while everyone can get a vote, what's the point? Yeah, I agree. I, I Most think, fucking idiots get in. I think the stupidest thing that we do in this country is make people vote. That's right. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're interested... You vote. If you're not interested, don't turn up and vote for the Greens. Because I guarantee it, <laughs> half of them go, I'm voting for the Greens. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff it. Yeah. So um, just to finish with, uh, yes. I li- I, 20 years ago roughly, I went to the footy with you and it changed the way I watched goal kicking forever. Because goal kicking and putting are half brothers. Mm. We spoke one bit of sense in our first season with mm. Scotty Cummings. Are we allowed to say his name yet? I think so. Just, just it, was a, it was a debate He's between. Good man. These. He's it good. Was, it was a debate between these two. Yeah. And Scotty talked about technique. Yes. And Dane talked about pressure. Right. And the, and Dane's point was, is if you could get to AFL level and you can't kick, and Scotty's point was, if you get to AFL level, you should have the right technique. And so they were both right. Right. I agree. Compare goal kicking to putting for us. Righto. When I was a junior, I learnt this very quickly. That before you finish your practice for the day, I had to hold 10 <laughs> straight putts from six feet in a row. Then I would move on to the left to right, or right to lefters. And I had to hold 10 in a row before I moved on to left to righters. And I would do that every day. And believe me, hmm. when it was cold and you wanted to go home and you were hungry, that last couple of left to righters to go in, you felt a bit of something. Yeah. It wasn't pressure, but I didn't want to stay here any longer, sort of pressure. We did that my whole life as a professional golfer. It doesn't matter how good your technique is, you've got to somehow practice under pressure. You're not going to believe this, Dane. Mm. But there was a stage where I was the goal-kicking coach at the Calder Cannons. <laughs> well, I was at the Calder Cannons. You didn't I just missed yeah. you. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I just missed you. Anyway, the reason was because uh, there was a football coach there who was at Essendon when Dale Lynch 
went to talk to Lloydie about his goal kicking. And right. Dale Lynch gave him the routine of throwing the grass in the air. This is how you start your routine. You've got to do something. So Lloydie would throw the grass up indoors. Yep. Right, which, which is famous. So I got a call down to do the same thing to teach these kids about their pre-shot. So I get there. The first thing I do is say, listen, I'm not here to look at your technique. I'm here to put you under some pressure and hopefully you'll develop a pre-shot routine organically. It'll just, something, a light switch will go on and you'll just do it. So I took my putting there the same way. I had a man on the mark from dead in right in front, from just outside the goal square. 15 yards was yep. the guy with his hands up in Bang the air. Through. He had to kick five in a row. Then on the good side, so if you're a right footer, you know the, the easy yeah. side if you're a right footer, he had, to kick in, he had to kick five in a row. And then at the other side, the wrong side, was the last test. Five in a row. They gave me six <coughs> forwards. I said, boys, we're doing this. Nobody is going home. Not you. <laughs> Nobody is going home until you all finish this task. <laughs> we're just going to put some pressure on you. How many kids finished that task? Go on. Not one. <laughs> Not one of the caller cannons yeah. could finish it, the forward. Not one. It got to the point where parents were coming down <laughs> and saying, mate, we've got to go. I said, your kid can't kick it through from 15 metres. What are you talking about? You've got to go. So while you're so, draining all those putts at practice, Dane's just done half hour on the treadmill and doesn't even, that's doesn't right. even go out there. Footy's yeah. well, <laughs> a different sport. It's, 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 it's a different game. But the logic has got to be there. And the one thing, Dane, that I will say that uh, the goal kicking coaches at every club do not do from what I can tell. One of the times where there is significant pressure on you is before a game. So the crowd might be half full. For instance, uh, you know, the, the Carlton, what's his name? Uh, the Carlton, Harry Mackay. Harry, Harry Mackay. I went to Carlton Collingwood and watched Harry Mackay <laughs> kick the ball before the game. No hesitation, no hop, skip and a jump. He would just look down, walk, <laughs> then trot, swing his legs straight and magically the ball went straight. Mm. Beautiful. Yep. If somebody was filming that and then showed him what he actually does in a game, which is hop, skip and a jump, right. twirl the ball a thousand times, Look walk out to the right, swing the leg across. So my argument is always, why would you practice one way and then under pressure do it totally differently? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't get that. And no golfer watching what footballers do, we just laugh. We absolutely laugh. So my message to any goal-kicking coach out there, particularly the ones at Collingwood, mm. who do actually do a pretty good yeah, job these bad. days, yeah. film these kids what they do when they're practising and then show them what they are doing under pressure. And if there is a difference, fix it. Mm. You can't practise one way and then under pressure do it totally differently. It is just stupid. Illogical. Illogical. Yeah. Insane. Your, thoughts, your thoughts on that? No, I agree. That's... Yeah. that's Pressure. You get yeah. into the game. You, fuck. It's, and they, a lot of at training. You're like, man, this is going in. Like yeah. you take the piss. Fuck, watch this bang. You, like you kick goals, <laughs> and mate, it's fucking easy. Telling you, yeah. fall, fall, I can do this. Then you get in the game. You're like, I hope this goes in. <laughs> like, you sit there and like, some people just like, some people love the bright lights and like, but some people yeah. get the ball thirty out. Some people like Travis will rather have a shot from forty five on an angle because everyone's thinking this isn't yeah. going in. So you can swing your boot freely yeah. and like you said. 30 out directly in front, game's tight, you're like, fuck, I hope this goes in. And you just yeah. like, just trying to poke it through or you're just trying to steer it in where, you know, you should yeah. be, no thing about, should be thinking this is going through. This is, 
this yeah. is what I did at training. I'm going <clears> to <throat> roll back as if you're loose and relaxed, bangs popping in instead of just like being everyone's watching. I fucking hope I'll kick you. So I'm going to get fucking loud. I'm going to there's going to be groans around the MCG yeah. if this doesn't go in. And as soon as you start thinking like that, that's it. You're gone. Yeah. That is it. Instead of concentrating on your pre-shot. Exactly. Which is whatever it might be. Twirl at once. Walk straight. Start your trotting. Drop the ball straight. Swing your leg straight. And fuck me. It's just <laughs> gone straight before you even know what's happened. Exactly. Because they're AFL players and they generally should know how to kick a football. Yes, they should. <laughs> That's yeah. a rule. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. Virgin should have a pilot. They should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, Marco's podcast has talked birdie to me. If you're into your golf, you should be listening to it. It's fantastic. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure. Thanks, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 